Welcome to another Overcome. In today's episode, I'm going to talk with someone that I met some years ago during the Transformation Challenge. Um, I always knew this person was very self-driven just because her approach during the entire process of changing. And when I heard about her injury and how painful it was and how she was able to come back with such a great spirit and, and doing things that she loved to do, I just said, Krista, uh, I really need you to the, at the show to uh, give your testimony. So let's get it started. All right, Krista Gray, how good it is to have you here. Thank you very much for taking the time to record this. Yes, thanks for having me. I just uh, I was just introducing you and said that I met you during the Transformation Challenge uh, and some years ago and how I always noticed that you were always self-driven and you were doing everything that you could uh, to achieve those goals during that time. And the great thing is that you kept going. Uh, you actually used that time to, to create some knowledge about things and, and you kept going. It was beautiful. A lot of people, they were not able to use that momentum to keep going, but you kept going. Yeah, yeah, it was a good, it was a good challenge. Lots of great people. Yeah, awesome. Now, today, uh, we, are, we are here. The whole uh, theme of this podcast is around overcome. And um, when I heard about your injury, I was really impressive that not not so much of the, the whole problem, of course, it was really a huge problem, but more around the way that you handle it. Um, mm-hmm. You probably handle way much better than I'm handling mine. So that's why I'm also learning with you. Um, so tell, the, tell me us a little bit more, tell us actually a little more about the whole process, how it started, how long mm-hmm. it took for you to to really do something because it was more a progressive injury rather than uh, a one-time injury like it happened to me it was more progressive so how did right. it go yeah so you know i had just run the dallas half marathon um late 2017 uh that was to be my last i always love that race and i that was to be my last race in dallas before i moved to california and, um, you know, after I got finished with that race, then I started lifting heavy again. I had entered the uh, bodybuilding.com transformation challenge in 2018, you know, with the goal to win it. And I was relocating to California um, January 1st. So, you know, I had no issues. Uh, you know, running was fine. Lifting was fine. Um, the day that I left, I drove to California when I relocated. Um, the day that I left, I had a heavy leg day that morning because, you know, I had to get the one workout done with the with all the people at the mm-hmm. gym before I said yep. goodbye and did that and then got in the car and, you know, sat for eight plus hours driving. Um, oh, you, you actually drove three, to California? I did. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Three and a half days worth. Um, wow. So, you know, I was sitting for a long time for multiple days. And, you know, it's possible that I already had some kind of an injury back thing going on, disc, disc problem. You know, as athletes, I feel like everybody's had a tweak in their back at one time. And, you know, I had I had, had tweaked my back several times over the years, uh, deadlifts particularly. And, um, but, you know, I hadn't had any, any real issues with it. Um, so when I got to California, I noticed that I had this pain 
pain in my glute, and it was it was something that I hadn't felt before. And I'm very conscious of my body and the, the signals that it's giving me. And thought, okay, well, that's kind of weird. But, but um, it, it was me... the pain activated only in certain movements, or it was like con no, constant. It was constant pain, yeah. So I thought, okay, let me stretch, foam roll, do all this stuff. I was still going to the gym, still doing cardio, um, as well as moving. So, you know, I was moving into a townhome there, a two-story townhome, lots of stairs, lots of unpacking, lifting, all of that stuff, very active, um, and it just wasn't getting better. And I remember kind of towards the end of January, um, I hung a TV on the wall, uh, by myself because I had no limits on myself you know I was always able <laughs> yep. to do anything I really wanted to do um, it was hard you know I had to engineer it because it wasn't light and I finally got it up there and the next day um, I woke up and I had sciatica pain and I'd never had that before and who <laughs> nerve pain is not fun um, so I thought okay well this is this is interesting now what do I do and so of course I had of no course problem. you immediately thought it was a TV right yeah oh yeah, yeah for sure I had no doubt mm -hmm. about it um, and you know my low back was kind of kind of aching at that point and I thought okay the darn TV I shouldn't have done that but it was getting ready for a Super Bowl come on <laughs> <laughs> um, so I had no doctors in California I was new you know I knew people that I worked with but I knew nobody else so then I was on a search to find a doctor and went to several and it was just terrible um, so I called my doctor in Dallas, my Cairo, and I said, you know, I, I got a problem here and I'm not sure what to do with it. This doctor here that I've been seeing for a week wants me to get an MRI, but I can't get one for three weeks and I'm in pain. So what do I do? So he said, well, come see me. Oh, <laughs> so fly back, fly back to Dallas and see me. Wow. Got on a plane, went to see him, got in same day MRI. Um, and you know it turned out to be a bulging disc severe bulging disc um, very inflamed um, and you know after uh, him just kind of checking me over he said let's treat this conservatively because these things can go away with you know physical therapy kind of exercises and things um, a leave um, ice that sort of thing I said okay that sounds good so a couple well, days later, did, did, did I went he back. prescribe anything for the pain at that point, or how did you manage? Because you were in pain all the time, right? I was in pain, but here's here's the thing, Yuri. Um, I do not like painkillers at all, and I refuse to take them. I just refuse. Um, I just I just won't do even it. it. So even if you, he knows me. If you have to, like it is extremely painful, you're not gonna take it. Wow. Mm -mm. No, I'll, I'll tell you a little bit more about that. So I have seen um, too many people just have real issues with those. And, you know, still this whole time I needed to be able to focus for work. And sometimes when you're taking those, you're loopy and you're not quite, like, focused in there. And I just didn't, didn't want to go there. I mean, maybe if I absolutely had to, but I didn't this whole time. And, and it got really bad. So... Um, so yeah, I went back to, to California and within, you know, just a few days, my leg was numb from the knee down. And then I had a really big problem. I couldn't drive, um, but I was still trying to get to work because we had like managers meetings and things going on. It was really a busy, busy time. So I was Ubering to work. Um, when I would get to work, 
the ladies at the front desk would meet me at the door with a with a chair, and I would push that chair around the office <laughs> as my kind of wow. walker. <laughs> and and that is like you just arrive in California, you just go to physically to the office, and all this drama. Oh my god. Yes, and my Texas sized car wouldn't fit in my garage. So if you didn't get home, when I could drive, if you didn't get home like really early, you were walking about a mile to get <laughs> home. So I, here's me on a cane, you know, at one point stopping every few steps to rest. It was, it was your worst yeah. nightmare. I it really you that, was. At that point, you were like already missing Texas. <laughs> yes. I was like, California, great. This is nice welcome you got for me. <laughs> Yeah, so so I called my doctor back up and I said, okay, now I really have a problem. He said, get oh, here. Wow. <laughs> so of course, me. I finished out my manager's meetings that that week, and um, I think it was on a like a Thursday. I, I flew out there and was able to get. He you know has concierge service, so he got me in to see one of his doctors um, that Friday, and um, he suggested uh, steroid injections. Mm -hmm. Just to see yep. if it would help, because you know at that point we have to do something because you know your the nerves are really damaged and you don't want to let that go on forever. And so um, I think it was about a week later I had the first round of steroid injections, um, and it did help the pain, like the sciatica pain. It, it reduced that, uh, but the next morning when I got up, it felt like someone had a saw on my ankle bone. It was the worst pain that I have ever experienced in my life. And I just lay, I couldn't get out of bed. I just laid there and I was just crying. Wow. <laughs> and of course, no pain medication. No pain medication. Absolutely no. Nope. <laughs> I, I would rather cry than that. Wow, you're so brave because I, I'm, I, I hate pain. I, I really hate pain. And as much as I try to avoid the pain medication, I... If I need to, I will take it. And I and, and during this time, yeah. I've been taking here and there. It's not good, but uh, I, I don't know how to do it too well with pain, to be honest. Yeah, you know, my dad, um, he, he had kind of went through a cancer um, spell and, and was he, he did not do well on those. And I think just seeing that just changed my whole perspective on what I was willing to do and not, and yeah, not do. So that's probably a large reason. But, yeah, I didn't. Um, you know, and gradually... Um, that got better after a few days. I was still not, the, the, you know, the, the numbness was still there um, and the pain had, had subsided. So at that, at that point, and we are I, talking about a, a month already or less than a month? Like a, that between the time that you arrive and you have that, t putting that TV on until this time, that's like a month or... That's, that's about a month, a little bit over a month. So I think the TV was like end of January, and then my first round of steroid injections was March okay. the 9th. A couple months, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, and then, um, you know, my second round was like two weeks later. So, you know, I'm still not really able to move much, you know, still have the numbness. Um, I'm still kind of hunched over, you know, the back is still mm -hmm. not great. Um, so then went in for the second round and, um, it, it did take away some of the numbness, mm -hmm. but the numbness, I mean, even to this day, I still have numbness in my foot, which is, which is another reason I just, I'm, I'm very surprised that I can run as well as I can because there is still an issue there. But you, you um, did have surgery. So I did not have surgery, just steroid injections, two rounds. Okay. And and that mm -hmm. was yeah, that, enough, or did you go? Did you do another MRI just to follow up and see how it is? 
No, no, I just let it gradually get better. I, I didn't. I want to do another one. I don't know if I will or not, though. I know the problem is always going to be there. It's just really about managing it, you know. Um, and, you know, right now I'm really not limited to what I can do. Um, you know, I would say I don't even know how long the extreme numbness still still lasted for a while. I remember, you know, dragging my foot behind me because it was just like, wake up, foot, yeah. you know. <laughs> Um, probably a few days after the second round of steroid injections, I started trying to do some walking. The maximum I could go was three minutes because then my foot was feeling like it was burning off. So there's still a lot of nerve things so going I'm on there. I'm assuming that between uh, January and March, when you got your first injection, you were completely off of exercise, right? Yep, I was. How did you deal with that? I know that you are very active. It, you like to work out. You have a, a, a gym in your garage. Very, very active. Mm -hmm. So how did you deal with that time that you were completely off? You know, it was it was disappointing, um, and I didn't like it because that's like my me time mm -hmm. in the morning. But I think really what saved me is it probably took me about two hours to get ready in the morning. I couldn't stand, so I had to sit down like on the floor of the shower <laughs> and then trying to dry your hair and do all this stuff to get into the office. It was a long ordeal, so I don't think I would have had time in the morning with all of that. Well, but to you deal still with. miss the uh, activity, right? You're still yeah, missing oh, yeah. sweating Absolutely. and get active at the pump mm -hmm. and everything. So that's to me right now is really what uh, is killing me is not having mm -hmm. that feeling, you know. Because it's kind of you're losing your identity a little bit. It's like, who, who is this guy? I mean, I, I don't recognize myself anymore, right? I don't have my routine. I don't do the things that I like. And I'm pretty sure you, you've been through the same thing. Yeah, and, and, you know, probably it was being in a new place and just all the newness. And every day was seemed like a, just, just a different challenge yeah. altogether. Um, probably for me, it was just so much new stuff that... Um, maybe the routine was just altogether yeah. different. No, that's, that's a great point because you were experiencing so many changes that not training, yeah. it was almost like just another change in that package. Probably yeah. if you were in Texas when you had that and you had your normal routine, you you have felt yeah. more. Yeah, yeah, because I worked from home, you know, and in California I was going mm -hmm. to an office. That was completely different for me. Um, so yeah, it probably would have been much worse. Things, some things would have been better being in Texas, like I would have had, had doctors and immediate access immediately, uh, it, but some things probably would have been probably you have more friends, you have more, you know, yeah. more uh, yeah. network here um, in Texas as well. Yeah, you know, I've been very impressed how you've shared your journey, um, you know, just out in the open. Uh, you can see my, you know, social media just went into the dark yes, during this time. Yes, I, was, I, I didn't even know uh, that because suddenly you stopped mm -hmm. posting. <laughs> and uh, yeah. and I, I see that a lot of people actually use this strategy. Uh, mm -hmm. I've, I've seen some people that they go dark for months and then they come mm -hmm. back. Uh, mm -hmm. Somehow I, f I don't feel well. I, I kind of feel like... I like sharing uh, the journey uh, when it's good is when it's bad because sometimes people just like to share the good things and, and, and life is not yeah. only about the good things, right? It's, right? it's also about those obstacles that we've been through. Um, mm -hmm. I totally respect uh, people that uh, want to go dark. I think it's also uh, uh, very healthy to sometimes give a break and, and, and try to put things together then when you're ready to share again. 
um, mm-hmm. to me is 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 I I planned to do that. I said, "Well, I'm gonna give a break," but then I was like, "No, I I'm not gonna do that." <laughs> mm. Yeah, and you know, I I did journal a lot of it because someday I just kind of wanted to share it. There's you know, back injuries and back issues are so prevalent. Um, I, I don't know very many people that haven't had them, so. I feel like, you know, I know I was Googling everything, trying to figure out how, how am I going to get past this and, okay, what about this, this nerve medicine they want to give me? Let me read on that. And what about these steroid injections? Let me read on mm-hmm. that. But, uh, you know, I think it's good information because there's a lot of people yeah. that suffer with no, it. No, that's another point because my problem is very unique. It's called the Lins Frank injury. And uh, you don't see a lot. I didn't even know that I had this ligament in my body called Lins Frank. Uh, and um, uh, when I was researching about it, there are very few articles, uh, there are very few testimonies, but the people that had and was sharing, uh, suddenly a lot of other people were making comments on the video. And uh, it was good to understand that it takes time. Uh, we are talking about... Uh, probably six months to feel a uh, little uh, like good, uh, feel confidence mm-hmm. on stepping and doing activities. So it's a really long process. So I'm already mm-hmm. prepared for that. Um, back, as you said, is way more prevalent. A lot of people have back problems. Mm-hmm. And and, uh, uh, and the one that you had in particular, motion disc, is something that happens a lot with a lot of people, not necessarily even athletes. Uh, it happens all the time. Mm-hmm. But do you think mm-hmm. that the issue really was the TV, or do you think you are ha- already had that problem before and, and it just aggravated with the TV? I think I probably already had a problem. Um, the doctor thought that uh, probably the drive um, compressed my disc, and that's when it got really angry, just sitting in a car for that long, that over that period of time. Um, you know, the body's supposed to be moving, and I wasn't moving yeah. a whole lot. So you'll never really know. I mean, we don't know why these things happen. Like you never expected yeah. with your injury, you know, for it just 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 to happen, you know. So um, I suspect, you know, I could have had a problem, but we'll never know. Yeah, and, and the <laughs> interesting thing is that you've done deadlifts, you push, uh, you lift weights, sometimes heavy, and you never had this problem. So uh, no. it no. sometimes it comes in a in a most odd way. The TV. Uh, I, yeah. I I hope that you at least did some kind of a warm up before uh, lifting this TV. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Oh yes, always, always. And I'll tell you, I am I am super anal about what I do now. Warm up, cool down, stretching, physical therapy. Still every day I do some things because I'm not gonna go back there. Yeah, and and I <laughs> so, uh, talking uh, for myself, I noticed that ten years ago I could go to the gym and I could start lifting without even warm up. Uh, today I'm 45. I cannot do that anymore. I mm-hmm. need that 15 minutes of warming up. Uh, it used to be five, then it went to ten. Now. Really, I feel better with 15. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah. age also contributes, at least to me. I felt a big difference when I, I, I moved from the 30s to my 40s. I felt that I needed more of that as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've learned over time too. You know, I was training for New York City Marathon in, I think it was 2014. And I used to not stretch after my runs. I think I did like 17 miles, didn't stretch. Got sat down in my chair to work all day. Got up. Uh oh, the back of my knee. What's wrong here? I can't walk. <laughs> so 
So I've learned over time. It's much yeah. smarter now. <laughs> definitely, definitely. And and today, let's say, now this was 2018. You said, or it was yeah. So now yeah. moving fast forward and two years later, do you still feel anything, or you you're like fully, fully, fully recovered? You know, I do still feel things. Um, you know, still some numbness in my foot. Um, occasionally, my back will will let me know, hey, you know, you've been sitting for too long, um, or you know, sometimes I might have a little muscle spasm. Um, if I'm doing any distance over like eight miles, I will ice my back afterwards, just as precautionary. Um, so I, it, you know, it's just I'm just very conscious of it. Um, but you know, I don't. I don't think it'll ever be like a hundred percent. But I have. I don't have any limits anymore. Yeah, which so is good. What, when when um, was your last uh, race? Last race. Um, well, I did. I did a virtual one last last week. But real real race was in March, I guess. No, I did one in June. I think we had a semi real race. I don't know if we call these twenty twenty races real <laughs> or not, though. <laughs> yeah. So uh, how many miles? Know, just, um, the longest distance I've done is a 10K. Um, after as far the injury? After the injury, yeah. That was November 2019. And how did you feel? Yeah. Yeah. I felt good. Really good. Really strong. I placed, I think, third place in my age group. So, wow. yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. Really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting because my back was weak for a long time. Really, I think until I built up, built back up my core and, and, and my glutes to really mm-hmm. protect things. Um, even when I got back to California after the steroid injections, I was walking pretty good. I tweaked my back two more times. And, you know, I would be like having to work from home again because I felt like after the whole, that whole injury, a tweak in the back was no longer just a little tweak. It was like, okay, you're, you're down for the count for a so you know, I was just like I'd I I get better and then set did you, back. Did you do? And then I think. Uh, yeah. Did you do any specific strengthening uh, exercise for hamstring, glutes, and you know, just to uh, uh, make th- those areas stronger? Yes, a lot of it was just body weight as I could as I got better. Um, kind of some of the physical therapy exercises that they gave me. Um, but I have not had a problem, I'm going to touch wood here, since um, December 2018 was the last time I kind of tweaked it a little bit. And then, you know, coming into 2019, um, in about March is when I started trying to kind of push the weights a little bit. Now, when I would do squats, I would put one of those stability balls on my back and roll down the wall with it. So there was no chance I was going to have any mm-hmm. bad form. So really modifying things, but trying to get things strengthened, right. you know. Um, and then I think it was it was probably late April 2019 when I decided I was going to start trying to jog. I was feeling strong enough. You know, the numbness had gone away enough that I was just going to see if I could do it. So I do like one minute jog, one minute walk, mm-hmm. you know, gradually try to build up. And then by end of May 2019, I ran my first competitive 5K and I won my Wow, my amazing. Was, I'm, I'm... That's when I finally got confidence that, you know what? Was that, was that race like in California? I... No, it was, okay. it was in Texas. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's uh, very inspiring. Very inspiring. Sorry to, to be able to recover uh and 
come back way stronger because as you said you feel way stronger now than you were you know when you move absolutely yeah yeah i feel stronger now better now um even with running than i did even before same, the injury, same thing honestly. with lifting you feel will feel stronger lifting absolutely yep and, you know maybe i'm just taking better care of myself i'm very cautious of what i'm doing but i feel really good right now so I'm going That's with it. That's <laughs> great. That's great news. Really, really good news. I, I've seen your training. I've seen how you've been pushing harder. Uh, your garage is looking pretty amazing. Uh, a lot of uh, new equipments. Um, and I think that that's also something that COVID brought to us is the capability to yeah. uh, start investing in ourselves more, uh, having our own gym. A lot of people went to this direction. I, I had mine for years, uh, so I was not really too concerned. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people mm -hmm. did what you did is to to have a garage because when you have a, a home gym, is really there is no excuse for you to skip a workout. I mean, you, you wake up in the yeah. morning, first thing you do, you go train, and and you're done, right? Yeah, I actually moved my home gym to California. My treadmill, my step mill, my art trainer, my weights, wow. <laughs> and I couldn't use it. That was yes. the bad thing. That's so frustrating. <laughs> Yeah, so tomorrow I should be running the New York City Marathon, but COVID had other plans. So that was my big comeback race, like my, you know what, I've I've mastered this thing now. <laughs> but maybe next well, year. Well, I'm pretty sure that you're going to have other opportunities. In the meantime, uh, keep working hard, keep uh, leading by example. Uh, I know that you are extremely busy at work. Uh, you work with uh, security, IT, just like me. And uh, I know that this field yeah. is uh, ongoing. It's, it's crazy. Okay. Uh, we are always yes. <laughs> busy all the time, and uh, I really find uh, super cool when someone uh, that is working on this field find times to take care uh, of your yourself and, and make sure that you are active physically. Because uh, at the end of the day, this is really important to your well-being. And I'm feeling that right now that I already uh, uh, 42 days without training uh, and counting every day the day that I'll be able mm -hmm. to go back uh, so yeah it's just going to be sweeter when you do and you know honestly between lifting being active it's made me a stronger person I mean it, it has done nothing but help uh, my career as well I, I know you probably feel that too yeah uh, I, I'm still I, I think a lot of things I will feel when I when this whole thing is done because sometimes you just yeah. realize what you gain yeah. after you finish right you don't That's really right. realize yep. the benefits as you go through the struggle many times you don't because mm -hmm. you just sometimes you just see the pain and the negative and and how tough it is mm -hmm. each day but then once everything is done and you will look back it's like wow that really was uh, an important journey for myself mm -hmm. all right my friend thank well, you very much uh, thank you very much for uh, again your time uh, make sure to, to keep working hard doing the great things you do and it was really a pleasure to talking to you today you too Yuri thanks so much Thank for you. having take me take care okay. bye bye okay you too